0: And we are back on the mean streets of Japan. Welcome to the first episode of Japan Hell. Welcome to the Japan Hell episode one. I am the craziest, craziest gaijin to ever do it on these streets. And I am here bringing you what it's like to really, to really know the real Japan, the real subculture, real anime. This is not kid stuff as the as the youth put it this is the real this is the real and today i am bringing to you a professional cosplayer but no we're not talking some you know instagram uh, some little minx on instagram we are talking to my friend vash christ aka a professional fash the stampede cosplayer hello thank you for thank you for joining me today thank you for having me it's it's always a pleasure so you've been you've been cosplaying uh, Vash the Stampede for a very long time. Is that correct?
1: That's right, over uh,
0: thirty years. And what what does being a Vash the Stampede uh, cosplayer as a profession entail? Well, uh, so the first thing you got to keep you got to keep your trench pressed. You got to
1: keep the trench pressed, like right. You know, I keep three, four in the closet. I got some for the weekend, some for the weekdays. You know, it's all red all the time. Uh, my laundry budget—it's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's a huge problem. That's probably the hardest part. And the other part is—I—I uh, I have a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of people in China three D printing me revolvers that you know sometimes they have a very difficult time making it through customs. But you know it's all part of the job. You know, like if you want if you want to if you want to if you want a podium at that masquerade, you know you you need the good stuff. You know, this isn't. This isn't, this isn't for anyone else but myself, you know. That's what makes me a pro.
0: Yeah, you're like living your dream, brother, and that's one of the reasons I've admired you for so long. You know, you've been doing it for 30 years. And just for the for the layman's out there, a trench means a trench coat, right? Oh, that's Unfor- right, that's right. And unfortunately, I think kind of in the, the recent internet decades, trench coats have been associated with the fedora gentleman itself this this fedora gentleman is now already an outdated joke. I think we have maybe thankfully moved past fedora jokes in the culture, but do you think trench coats have been able to recover from that time period where everybody and their mother and their fathers were saying, "Oh look at look at this look at the schmuck in the fedora. He's got a, a neck beard. He's not he's not getting p- p- poo tang if I'm allowed to say poo tang. I guess it's my show." I guess I'm I'm saying uh, on the first episode of Japan Hell, welcome to the Japan Hell episode one interview with a professional bachelor's stampede cosplayer, we are allowed to say Poo Tang. That's right. Do you think the trench coat has recovered from that time period where it was associated with these neckbeardian monsters of 2013? Well, first of all, there's two
1: roles to wearing a trench. You gotta, you gotta one, you gotta be a white ectomorph, Okay. You know, if you want to pull it off, you got to be a white ectomorph, blonde hair, preferably, blue eyes, preferably. But, you know, it's also got to be colored. That's the other thing. It's not, it's not bright red, bright blue, bright yellow. You, you you look like a schmuck. You look you look like what you're you're some kind of gangster. You're 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 James Cagney walking around here in a hat. No no no. You need full press trench
0: primary color. Otherwise, you know, it's still cringe. There's like a movement that's like that says. Um, I've been reading about this online, and there's a movement that says don't, don't kill the part of you that's cringe. Kill the part of you that cringe that's cringes. And I think that that's gobbledygook. We gotta stay committed, one hundred percent. Only cool guys all the time. Only cool. We're striving to be cool. And you said that it's best to be blonde-haired and blue-eyed. And I I don't know if I can co-sign that, but it is interesting. Uh, returning back to Vash the Stampede, he is one of the only anime characters ever. I, I don't remember. I don't know about his eye color, but he is a natural blonde. can you could you tell me more about uh, why there's so little blonde representation in uh, Japanese animation? And if that was one of the things that led you on your path to becoming a Vash the Stampede uh, cosplayer?
1: I think they're frightened. I think I think it's known there's a there's a powerful totem to be found within the blonde-haired blue-eyed character. It's so I have these these thought leaders like Cloud Strife and Vash yeah. the Stampede just yeah, these right. timeless figures of equal popularity and cultural
0: credence. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's it's incredible how uh, the same year that we got the Final Fantasy VII remake, we did also get Tetsuya Nomura's Trigun. Uh, remake as well just a boon to the culture and with that twist ending uh which we, we don't want to spoil the twist ending of the trigon remake i mean i just couldn't believe it i was on the edge of my seat the whole the whole time what did you, how did you feel about the trigon remake uh developed by square enix in 2020
1: i think that it's good that uh you know he's just killing from the start you know it's what we always wanted of the character it's what made him cool you know that that snap back into violence always present just just doing it immediately i think uh you know it, it fulfilled a lot of a lot of fantasies for myself
0: this is a bit of a tangent but do you think if himura kenshin was a samurai that killed people from the start things would have ended up different for the uh, creator of Aroni kenshin if he just drew a creator that killed people the whole time
1: i think so i think we all need that that uh that lizard brain release otherwise you know you, you you do some other releases that you know you might end up in jail for so you know i i hope he's getting the help he needs
0: i i'm told that you take your creed as being the the foremost professional vash the stampede cosplayer very seriously to the point where you you don't cosplay anyone else is this correct that's right why is that I got one closet one outfit four times what at what point did you know that you would never be able to don the skin? And I guess by the skin I mean the the fabric, not the not the literal skin, but kind of cloth sewed together uh, based on patterns to envision three uh, D realities of two dimensional fantasies that run through our head. When did you know that you would not be putting on the uh, skin of any other character? Well, to be honest,
1: it. was just too much drama with the other other communities i was involved with and i mean you know from one of my handles uh, i used to have quite a following on gaia online as alucard to messiah but uh, uh, even before that i was i was a top-ranked jack sparrow cosplayer on the east coast (laughs) but i don't know the the expectations people would put upon you and you know, you're just their their favorite little guy running around doing his little accent. that They think you can do party tricks. I, I tried to flick the coin through my fingers so many times, and, you know, they're, they're bruised and battered for it. But, I, you know, I, I don't want to say I was chased out of these communities for some kind of major infraction involving, you know, trafficking across state borders. But, you know, I just when i put on that red trench eventually i, I thought this is the one for me that
0: alikard trench that all, that's all, that old shit right i mean back in that in those times you you were on the the jack sparrow leaderboards uh, those were only accessible i think through ubisoft's like portal that you could only go through on like the built-in xbox 360 browser
1: that's correct but
0: it's interesting cuz most people like they watch some anime when they're 15 like they watch Trigun when they're 15 and as they gain that little bit of cosplayer popularity they Mm -hmm. fucking sell out and like start they'll start cosplaying shonen jump characters and then that eventually Mm -hmm. leads you into becoming just like some sycophant piece of shit joker cosplayer just like the Mm -hmm. filth of the world Mm -hmm. just like rubbish that you you wouldn't even you wouldn't even step on it it's so disgusting you know just pigeon guts on the street but you went from cosplaying this kind of like mainstream San Diego comic-con type tallywhacker sort of guy to that refined pure thorough Poising. blonde-haired blue-eyed ideal man
1: uh, that's the stampede that's right white ectomorph how, ideal man that's right
0: how did you how did you realize to how did you end up going more specific as opposed to broadening? That's kind of uh, like revolutionary thinking. You're revolutionary like my friend utenna Am I am I right? Am I am I fucking right? Am I fucking Never right? Seen it. Am I fu- I Sorry. well like okay, fine. Girl fine, shit. Fine. Yeah, it is girl shit, but you know, sometimes for the honey's gotta be thinking about the hunt bro anyway uh how you did can you never
1: think of the honeys. how did you narrow you know i so i used to i have a friend who you know we used to cosplay a lot of things together and originally like he was wolf wood and i was vash and you know it yeah, just felt yeah. right that not a lot of not a lot of people in this community of, of trigun cosplayers right but I don't know. Eventually, he he got a job at, like, the CIA or the NSA or some shit. And he stole some shit from work. And I don't know. I guess he lives in Russia now. And I haven't seen him in costume in, like, ten
0: years. Dude, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, these Langley motherfuckers, right, they're always going in. And they're like, you know, I've heard some shit, man. Like, the stuff that happens behind the scenes at anime mm-hmm. conventions, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, there was I heard about this one study called the the MK Plus Ultra, and it was like they were taking like cos cosplay, like cosplayers like your bread and butter cat ears wearing cosplayers and like you know yowie yowie paddle toting teenagers. And they were force feeding them whole sheets of LSD in the uh, conference rooms of Holiday Inns across the country. Have you heard about this?
1: I've heard about this. So you know, I I'm not trying to brag here, but I used to be part of, I guess you'd call it the East Coast Anime and Yu-Gi-Oh regional uh, pussy posse with
0: redacted by the Central Intelligence Agency.
1: Who used to yeah, used right. to be my Wolfwood, but. So, you know, some of the things, like I saw him get slutted out by three Elf and Lead cosplayers just high out of their minds once. And I don't know, I I can't be surprised anymore. Part of me thinks this is actually why he's he's still out there, stuck in the Balkans somewhere.
0: With an experience like that, there, there would have been no choice but for you to, to stay dedicated. You're almost like, even though you can't, We have no idea where Edgerton is, and we don't know what he's been up to, um, you know, in the last 10 years, but... White
1: ectomorph.
0: Yeah, but you kind of refining your Trigun cosplay is almost like a homage to this whole friendship and this kind of lineage of relationships that you've had with the anime community and the cosplay community and the anime and Yu-Gi-Oh! pussy posse of old. That said, I think what, what... Going back to the Alucard Messiah days for just a second, that must have been a transitionary period in between kind of this Ubisoft Jack era, uh, Jack era, this Ubisoft Jack Sparrow era, and you know the the, the professional Vash the Stampede cosplayer of 2022 that we have today. Um, when did you? What was the moment like? Alucard. He also is a red trench coat wearing guy, although he has that sort of. What do you call that? A petticoat or a top? coat? Mm-hmm. What's that thing that yeah. like covers your tits, but like there's a coat uh, under it, but it still covers your tits? What's that called? Uh, uh,
1: a a car coat.
0: Yeah, car coat. So he's wearing one of these car coats, and you know he's cool. He can like turn into like fifty bats. Sometimes he mm-hmm. turns into a dog that has like nine eyes and stuff. But what 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 about Alucard was just unsatisfactory? for your cosplay experience
1: now i'm not one to tell stories to make a fool of myself but i swallowed too many blood capsules once i was in the middle of receiving a translucent plaque at a masquerade at NekoCon in 2008 and i threw up all over samurai deeper kyo
0: yeah, the thing about Samurai Deeper, Kyo, is he used to go Samurai Deeper into all those hoes after he won those masquerade contests. That's true. Here you are. He was my greatest still, rival. Here you are, still dedicated to the craft, and he works for McKinsey now.
1: Last I heard. Changed his whole life around. But he's still the guy who got puked on.
0: He got red puked on. He got candy coated cherry. On luden's cough drop puked on him and his four hundred thousand dollar salary and the the communities in south america that he's devastated uh, cannot hold a candle to the fact that his dick got sploinked uh through the pants uh with red vomit sick but speaking of work unfortunately times are what they are you know, usually a lot of the cosplayers who can make a living cosplaying these days are your kind of younger, more jumpy-in type cosplayers. They're on mm-hmm. Instagram. Mm-hmm. They're farming comments. They're out there. They're saying, you know, which, you know, I, this is a throwback to 2019, my Sheshomaru Shishoma, cosplay at Con. It was such a blast to cosplay this character. I hope I get another chance. And they'll, then they'll say something like, you know, which is your favorite uh, Inuyasha character? Um, thinking that I don't know that they're just trying to get me to comment to improve their, like, little... Like, they become more visible, and then they can get more money mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's It is not the... And how old are you, by the way? We didn't go over... How old are you? 30. Yeah, 30, and but you've been cosplaying Vash for 30 years, but you're only 30. That's right. But you had a whole previous career. Okay, so uh, it's not your 30-year-old Vash the Stampede cosplayer. The Vash Christ's are getting less money in the world than Kagome Bathwater. Uh, not even Kagome Bathwater. Who would it be now? What's her name? Nezuko? Nezuko? Da- darling,
1: Frank's dar. Frank
0: Darling... Yeah, Frank Darling, yeah. Uh, more like I'm going to be frank with what all these fans would do to that darling if they had a chance to do more than just buy their uh, used bottle water spit that they have at the like, the backwash carrying it around at conventions. Anywho. Disgusting. You, any side hustles? you got to be supplementing stuff your trench coat and 3D printed Hong Kong, uh, revolver budgets and paying all these fees that, uh, the customs office and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. What, uh, what are nightmare.
1: you doing there? Well, I was recently fired from the Marriott suites. I was a night manager at, you know, they, Sometimes they they think, "Oh, you look so nice wearing wearing a wearing a trench coat to work." But you know, times change, people change, and and they, yeah, it's, it's discriminating
0: there. against blonde hair, blue eyes. I find recently in society we've got a lot Truly of discrimination unfair. going towards people who kind we've of we've all like seen that. it, but I don't. We've all seen it, but anyhow...
1: So I've had no choice but to supplement my income with a you know, a little venture I'm trying out. I'm s i started a YouTube channel. Oh you're on uh, YouTube. You know, it's, yeah, I'm on YouTube now. You know, uh you know, I, we we all know trench coats are cool, guns are cool obviously, you know, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not so big a fan of melee weapons unless you know, what if what if that melee weapon could kill you from 400 yards you know so that's why i started a a new little venture called the gunblade connoisseur
0: oh oh man it's going pretty good so far you know i
1: got a i got nine subscribers you know and like two of those aren't sock puppets so you know i think the momentum's shifting towards me
0: definitely and so like what what are you doing? Like, what what are you getting up to? I mean, on that channel. Yeah, I mean, a gunblade. I mean, they are one of the. the they are some of the coolest the fictional uh, weapons, right? Uh. Well, so, I mean,
1: you 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 said fictional, and uh, like obviously, like the most popular representations are, you know, maybe uh, from from. Uh, video games perhaps but you know conceptually i I see no reason why that it would such a device wouldn't work in real life and be as dramatically effective as they've been shown to be in the hands of you know your your child soldiers like squall squall leonhardt or cypher last name not known you know so yeah uh i i don't like that i don't like the why why'd you have to say that
0: i, I just i mean i the thing about the because the would the bullet because there's the blade and the bullet would, mm-hmm. would kind of like you would the bullet would go just into the
1: no first of all no if you properly honed any edge you know that's straight and true there is no chance the bullet would collide with the blade so, you know, mm mm-hmm.
0: the blade would be it would just be in front of the the barrel i,
1: I you're misinformed i'm sorry i you sh- i have three videos on the channel so far and id i'd like to direct it to them we we have a we got a a review of uh squalls uh you know classic gunblade revolver you know very cool video goes over a lot of a lot of specs, you know, real world right. what ifs, you yeah, know. Re- well, real, what?
0: So let's go. Look, give me. Can I have a taste of that real world what if right now? Um, I mean, we'll uh, we'll, we'll, yeah, link what, the video. If, we'll link to the video. We'll link to the video.
1: Yeah. Well, what if what if I fucking uh, shot you with my sword and you 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 saw me over there and you're like, oh, he's holding a sword. What what's he gonna do? Brother. And then and then you're dead because I shot you with my gun look, sword. So.
0: Uh, okay that's mm-hmm. a little strong i you know we're we're broadcasting from japan this is the land of the rising sun and i know you are, are still in the american culture where people eat guns every day for breakfast and people put oh, yeah. leashes on their guns and they walk them on the street like a dog and if the gun misfires because a rock got in between the trigger and the and the, the thing that guards the trigger i mean that's part of that's just part of being american Mm-hmm. But you, I don't you can't you can't be threatening to shoot people in Japan I don't think
1: who's gonna stop you
0: well I'm fine you're the one threatening so it's kind of who it's gonna stop you exactly
1: but I'll do it again you know what if instead of shooting you I just I just ran up on you cut, cut you twice you know and you're like oh it hurts so bad and then second time your shot as well, you know. It's it's just the kind of it's the kind of devastation.
0: Sword, like we if we revolver if we, could pull yeah, off. Yeah, we can if we, if we ignore that you're th- you're threatening the craziest Gaijin to ever do it, and let's let's not forget. You know, I'm calm. I'm in my I'm in my middle aged era, but I am the craziest mm-hmm. Gaijin to ever do it. So let's not forget how I got that nickname, which I that's not okay. a story I'm going to get to here. I don't think you could cut me. One. Because, like, I, I've i got, like, a past. Okay. But beyond that, I still don't know how the bullet gets past the blade of any gun blade. Where are you putting the barrel? Where are you putting the blade? If you were to put the blade upside down where it's, like, on top of the barrel and the, the blade, the sharp side of the blade is, like, pointing north... And you could like only do this weird slashing upwards sort of action, which is not too And maybe useful. that's
1: what I do. Maybe that is what I do. You know, you don't know. You know, I've done it. You know, I've and I've thought about this millions of times. I've I've cut all kinds of ways. And guess what? That bullet, it's never missed.
0: <laughs> but how does it get out of the barrel?
1: Well, I pull the trigger and then it goes to the guy, so... <laughs> You know, that's 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 a problem for you to deal with, you know, when you're laid up in that hospital, you know hoping 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 you're alright, hoping that that you didn't just get aerated by by a man uh, you know, with a with a with a photorealistic uh Leonhardt replica. You know, that's right, that's the blue one that looks like a popsicle. I just as deadly.
0: I Can't help but feel there's even a little more conflict beyond just the um, barrel and blade thing that I can't move past, but for the sake of the conversation, I feel like Vash the Stampede's catchphrase was love and peace. And while he used his uh, shotgun to, to, to defeat bad guys many a time, he... He was one of these non-killing, non-violent types. He was like love and peace, oh, love and peace. Mhm. I'm the same way. How do you How do you marry being the type of person to threaten somebody over the internet with being a, a kind of the follower, being the Vash Christ, you know?
1: You know, we we all contain multitudes—the yin, the yang—you know, the karma, the dharma, the dharma—and Greg, it's all within us all. Multitudes, and so the thing is, these these types of threats, the Rick and the Morty, yeah, the Rick and the Morty. These kinds of threats and you know bold proclamations I make, I do fully knowing that I am the skilled warrior who like Vash the Stampede can do all kinds of crazy violence and never take a life
0: so you're you're putting the holes the size of jack f kennedy silver dollars who by the way uh was famed one of the most famous bullet receivers of all time
1: i would have lived by the way just just want that in the record easy i would have I would have shifted my organs around with, you know, tensing my muscles once Once I heard that shot ring out.
0: Mike, I'm less concerned whether you lived. Could you do the magic bullet shot? Could Vash the Stamp? Could you have been oh, the lone gunman? Matter of fact, I think he was. You think Vash the Stampede killed JFK?
1: I think Vash the Stampede killed JFK and it was the hardest decision he ever had to make.
0: Yeah, and maybe that's why when he when he finally killed the hit character Legato Blue Summers, one of the greatest anime names, uh, by the way, he was crying so much, Sorry, not because he he once again broke the code of violence, but he was brought back to that day on the grassy knoll where, for reasons un- unknown to us, maybe known to uh, maybe known to Samurai Deeperkyo now at McKinsey, um, he had to kill President John F. Kennedy. I think so, but I don't want to think about the sad real world i I want to return to an earlier point and imagine a brighter world. You know we do live in the world where Final Fantasy Seven became the Final Fantasy game mm-hmm. um, and Final Fantasy Seven is this wretched, disgusting game filled with dirty, gross areas, horrible junk there's you know broken relics. There's like a red light district. Mm-hmm. A, a true anime character might eventually have a child off screen, but they would never ever procreate in such a shameless, uh, disgusting attitude, right? Um, it's vile. What if? How would the world be different today if that Final Fantasy 8 if 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 Squall and Seifer and and Renoa, were the cloud tifa and Aerith uh, of our hearts instead
1: what do you i'm glad you, you think? asked this i think that we're on our way to that world you know with my channel the gunblade connoisseur i think you know i'm gonna get the word out people are gonna start appreciating the mastery and beauty and artistry that went in to crafting such elegant killing weapons the gunblades yeah, right. And once I hit, I don't know, twenty three subscribers, uh, I think we're we're really going to start seeing things change. Yeah, you should like I launch think...
0: a pat. You should like launch a Patreon, by the way.
1: Oh, absolutely. I think uh, my goal of ten thousand subscribers, I'm going to get a real gun blade fabricated by my guys in, uh, you know, the Guangzhou region, and then you know it's on. You know, I'm going to have test videos every day watermelons uh, big uh those water jugs they have at offices and i'm gonna slice through so many two liters and shoot one of them that i didn't cut and it's gonna explode and I'm, I'm, i think i could i could be the next hanway katana unboxing kid if if everything goes right
0: do you remember this that's beautiful, and, and it brings me to a fond memory of a world we never truly got. Do you remember, not Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, which maybe some is a game that has aged better than some of us would like to admit, but do you mm-hmm. remember that initial trailer for Metal Gear Solid oh, yeah. Rising, mm-hmm. where that watermelon, no matter how you sliced it, in the game, it would it would slice exactly as was. It was so wonderful. Why were we not able to achieve that that vision of being able to slice a watermelon at like a 31 degree angle instead of just a 45 or 90 degree angle? What stopped people from imagining a world where you could do 83 degrees or 67 degrees? It's always 30, you know, 30 15, 45 you know a lesser crazy guy Gene might say 69% angles stupid disgusting stupid motherfucker vile why were we why were we why weren't why weren't we able to do it
1: we just didn't have the courage as a society in obama's america there was just no way that they'd make a game where you can choose
0: how to cut someone's legs off, down to which bones? Yeah, and Joe Biden's—he's bringing—he's building it all back, and that's why I love him. He's building it back. Let's let's go back then to that pre-Obama America, right? Oh yeah, America was America was down two towers, but in a way, we—the world was our oyster. You, freedom was realer than ever before, and you could go out there you could don that red trench coat Mm -hmm. or uh a pirate hat and and make your hair full of uh, dreadlocks you know various ways depending on i I don't want to get into how you make dreadlocks if you're not of a certain well you know
1: we can talk later it's you know it's a process but but i think we, we everyone everyone should know how
0: point is in a way just a certain big national event is what led us to be able to start cosplaying in the first place, so how did you get into cosplay? you know what were the what were the what were your origins? I mean I know you you cosplayed Jack, but how did you even decide you know I am it's up to me to become this fictional character. I have to make them not fiction, just like you're making the gunblade a reality. Uh, how did you, how did you realize you could kind of resurrect, uh, elevate dimensions?
1: Well, before I dedicated myself to this new path, I, I was a weaker man and I wanted that adult Disney pussy. Did that exist
0: 20 years ago?
1: Oh Yeah. If you, uh, if you sculpt around the right theme parks, you could find all kinds of people. All kinds. Yeah. And back then, back then, they didn't have the rules that only performers are allowed to dress in costume at the parks.
0: Right. It, it, we could do anything. You could, you could do yeah. anything. You could be Mickey Mouse. You could you could go into Disneyland dressed up as Daffy Duck, and he wasn't even a Disney guy. And he wasn't even a Disney guy.
1: Go on. But back then, go on. you know, I I did so many disgusting things in that costume. Just the amount of minge floating around those parks, just you could scoop it up off the floor if You had the right dreadlocks, the right accent, the right little silk bandana on it. It dulled my senses. But, you know, once those leaderboards started coming out and seeing that number go up, you know, you just find yourself living a lifestyle you never even envisioned was possible.
0: It was a time of endless dreams. Dreams born from the muck of two... Broken towers. That's yeah. right. Never fucking forget. Uh, is this a, what? When did you encounter Trigon? I've never seen it. What?
1: I've never seen it. I lived it.
0: Bro, yo, that's. Like, I want to be so mad at you. I want to be. I want to start a Twitter account that's like, Vash Christ. Fuck Vash Christ. He's a fake fan. He's a fake fan. But, like, now, that, like, I'm talking to you and, like, I kind of. I know the words you're speaking are true. I know that you did indeed live it. These 30 years. My soul can't deny this. That's right. Uh, like you've been you've been living this this whole time. This whole time I mean what you're what you're what you're kind of saying is like Trigun's not even a it's not even a cartoon.
1: It's no cartoon to me.
0: Your life a trigun. My life a trigun,
1: and I've never killed, but I've shot thousands.
0: And I, you know, I'm I'm just so moved that I'm not even going to question you about like the strain that shooting thousands would put on the American healthcare system. Something we here in Japan don't even have to worry about. I'm just going to move right past that thought and just awe. And like kind of this this feeling in my heart, this kind of golden light that is entering my body from somewhere. I feel like I feel like I'm I'm witnessing I feel like I'm witnessing something that hasn't happened in about two thousand years.
1: You know, this username Vash Christ was chosen for very specific reasons.
0: I think I'm, I think I'm I think I'm I think I'm starting to understand that you're when we started this conversation like you were just kind of, you know, of course you're you're, 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 the, you're the, Vash the stampede cosplayer closet has four of the same impeccable red trench coat uh, much better than the Alucard red trench coat um
1: oh yeah there's only one that competes
0: yeah ah uh, Carmen you San have, Diego. Oh, uh, Carmen San Diego. I mean, I guess you wouldn't call it a trench coat. You know, up until now, I thought the poor game that it is. I thought the Dante uh, from Devil May Cry Two was the epitome of red trench coats. But now That's that I, I've stuff. seen, you went from wearing a just a a kind of pizza stained. I guess we can't call them wife beaters anymore, but we went from you wearing a pizza stained... We can call them wife beaters. We went from you wearing a pizza stained wife beater in the privacy mm-hmm. of your studio apartment mm-hmm. um, with still with like ripped full metal panic posters laden on the walls. And, mm-hmm. uh, receipts from Hot Topics and sheets laden on your floor. And before I knew it, the red leather has sort of just manifested over your, fl- your flesh and you're no longer sitting in an apartment, but a golden throne in the sky.
1: Drink of my flesh, consume my body, and that you too will join me on the wanted poster. For 60 billion (sighs) double (sighs)
0: dollars. (laughs) na da 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 da